This is the Elite Development Podcast, a show with the aim of helping athletes evolve in every element of their careers through real-world advice and experience. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. I'm a strength and conditioning coach in Calgary, Alberta, with a singular focus on building better athletes. And now, let's get to the episode. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast, the number one show for athletes looking to gain an edge on their opponents and build their dream careers in sport. I'm your host, Kenny Dussault. And today we are going to be talking about how what you are doing in training should not look like what the pros are doing. So first, as always, let's start with why did I want to bring this message to you? Uh, The reason I wanted to bring this message to you is because one of the most common arguments I hear when I post something online about training um, and if it is something that somebody disagrees with is, but insert name of a professional athlete does this. So that means that it's good. First of all, no, it doesn't, but we'll dig into a little bit more of why it doesn't. But what I really want to touch on with that is that the reason to be doing something in your training needs to be based on how it is going to help you, not based on how some other athlete does it. Because regardless of what athlete we're talking about, you know, they could be the best of the best of the best, just because they are doing something, first of all, it doesn't mean necessarily that it's good. Second of all, it doesn't mean that you should be doing it. Now, in some cases, maybe, but not in every case. So why is that? Why not be doing the same stuff that pro athletes in your sport are doing? Number one, plain and simple, if they are at the highest level and you are watching them, chances are they've been at it a lot longer than you have. And as you train more, your body adapts to different stimulus that you place on it. And as your body continues to adapt to these different stimulus, what starts to happen is you start to make changes, which means you can tolerate more load. And in turn, you are going to be able to do more within your training week than you could in the beginning of your training journey, right? So if you've been at this for five years, try to think in your first three months, were you able to do all the things that you can do now? Probably not. If you were trying, were you as successful at them as you are now? Probably not. Now think about that training journey for yourself and then think about where these professional athletes that you're watching on TV are in theirs, right? So argument number one to destroy that whole, but the pros are doing it argument is that they have been at this longer than you. And that's not a bad thing. You're in your journey. They're in theirs. It's not a bad thing, but it's just saying don't focus on trying to make your training look like theirs because you are not them. They've been at this longer than you. They are at higher levels than you. And in turn, their training should look different. It just needs to. Excuse me. So the next thing, other than them being at it longer than you. And, you know, I kind of touched on it there a little bit as well. But the next thing to really remember is that these people are different than you. Training for one person and training for another person, regardless of the level, doesn't need to look the same. People are going to react to different stimulus, different ways. So the fact that, you know, Conor McGregor does a certain type of workout doesn't mean that you need to, because Conor McGregor has his own body mechanics, his own length of legs and arms, his own form, his own technique, his own everything. And as a result, 
his training is going to look different to accommodate for that body structure, to accommodate for, you know, everything that he's got going on that you don't necessarily have going on. So it's not a bad thing to take some tips from it. But if you find the quote unquote Conor McGregor workout online, that doesn't mean it's going to be good for you because it was good for him. And touching on that even more, if you find a workout saying this is insert professional athlete name here, real workout, 99% of the time, I hate to be the one to break it to you, that's a marketing ploy. That is not the exact thing that that person is doing to train for their sport. You know, if you find the real Conor McGregor workout online, do you really think that's the only thing Conor McGregor is doing to like as part of his training? No, it's a program you put together loosely based off of the things that he does and in turn is selling it so that kids like these up and comers are going to buy that program and then they can walk around flexing saying I fucking train like Conor McGregor. No, you fucking don't. And it's not going to make you Conor McGregor anyway. That's, you know, that training program is not going to be that difference maker for you. So your training should not look like the professional athletes training because you are not the same person. They've been at it longer than you. And then one other really important point that I want to touch on with that, that you really, really need to take away is that social media is a highlight reel. The videos that you see these pros putting out, the videos of their training that you see them putting out of all the training they're doing, that's the cool shit that they thought people are going to want to see. You know, they're not going to put out their mobility session after training because that's fucking boring. Nobody wants to watch that. They're not going to put out them doing their strength session because they're just lifting a weight. That's not that exciting. They're going to find the exercise that looks cool. They're going to find the circuit that, you know, looks exciting. They're going to find the thing that people are going to want to click on. And when they find the thing people are going to want to click on, that's going to be the thing that they're going to put out. Not because they're bad people, but because they're on social media. They want it to be interesting. They want you to come back. If they posted every boring shit that they did, you wouldn't come back. So the training that you're seeing from all of these professional athletes you're following is one piece of the puzzle. That is one piece of what they're doing. That is not everything. So let's review what we've talked about so far. The first reason that your training should not look like the pros is because they have been at this longer than you and they are at higher levels than you. Their bodies can tolerate more than yours can. Just like you now compared to you when you started training, you now can tolerate more than you could when you started. I guarantee it. Every single person. If you've been consistent, every single person. The next thing is they are different than you. They are not the same person that you are. So training needs to look different for every person because every person is built different. Every person has different strengths and weaknesses. Every person has different training history, different injury history. So, so, so much more. So your training and their training needs to look different. And one that I realized I forgot to say, but is also incredibly important. These guys are training full time. If you're balancing a 40-hour work week and you are trying to mimic the training schedule of athletes that do not have a job and just train and fight full-time, you're going to fail because you're trying to do as much training as them when you have eight more hours in your day of things that they don't have. So you're going to fail. You're going to burn out. It's going to suck. 
And then you're going to be coming back on this podcast going, how do I recover from all these injuries I have? So make sure that you're taking that into account. Make sure that you're understanding you are on a different journey. You are on a different path. You are at a different level. Therefore, what you do day to day needs to look different. And that being said as well, because when these guys are going through, you know, two, three training sessions a day, whatever it might be, like I said, they're training full time. So they're not going to their eight hour work day in the middle of those training sessions. When you are going to work after training in the morning, they are going home and they're going to sleep and then they're eating a good meal and then they're going back to train at noon and then they're going back home and they're resting, they're recovering and then they're eating a good meal and then they're going to train at four or five or whatever it is. They're not working all day in between that. So they are able to manage more because their schedule allows it. So you are not falling behind if you're not doing two to three sessions a day. That means you are on track. You should not be doing two to three sessions a day if you're balancing a full-time job and everything else on top of that. And one last extremely important point of why your training and the training of the pros that you watch on TV need to be different is because sports science evolves. What we understand about training evolves. <clears throat> Excuse me. So if the athletes you are watching on TV are doing a certain type of training, that's because that's what they learned. And the fact that they learned it does not mean that that is the most current up-to-date thing that is going to give you the best result. A lot of the time, athletes get into their systems and all of that and then never want to leave their systems. It doesn't mean that there aren't better systems out there. It means that they found something that works for them. So instead of watching them and saying, this is what this guy's training looks like, so that's what I need to do, you need to look at their training, maybe take a piece or two of it, but learn how to develop the systems that work for you based off of the information that's actually out there. So if you shouldn't be looking at the pros training to figure out your own schedule, then how do you do it? How do you figure out the routine that works for you? How do you figure out, you know, what you should be doing while you're in the gym? How do you figure these things out, if not from those pro athletes that you idolize? The number one thing you need to be doing, instead of watching the pros and saying, that's what I need to do, the number one thing you need to be doing is educating yourself. I'm going to say that one more time because it's simple, but a lot of people don't seem to understand it. The number one thing you need to be doing if you want to improve the quality of your training and the quality of the results you get back in your sport is educate yourself. Start reading about conditioning. Start reading about strength training for sport. Start reading about plyometrics and their effect on the body. Start reading about all the things that you're hearing about online, and then you can develop the eye of what you think works and what you think doesn't based off of actual research by people who study this for a living instead of a highlight reel on social media from Floyd Mayweather's Instagram account showing that he one time boxed with dumbbells in his hands. So you think you should do that too. Story for another day. Don't box with dumbbells in your hands. It's not a good exercise. Doesn't help with punching power. Doesn't help with shoulder strength or whatever the hell you think it's helping with. Just bad. Don't do it. But that's a story for another day. However, the big thing I really want to focus on here is you need to be educating yourself. 
read books about conditioning, read books about the energy systems in the body, read, educate yourself, watch YouTube videos. Phil Daru is one of my favorite YouTube channels. It's Daru Strong. Go follow him on you. Go subscribe to him on YouTube. Check out his conditioning protocols with his UFC fighters, BKFC fighters, world champion boxers, all the people that he works with. This is one of the best resources for combat sports on the internet. Coming from another person who trains combat sports athletes, trust me. <laughs> now, Joel Jameson is another good one. One of my favorite books about conditioning that I have ever read that honestly applies to every sport is Ultimate MMA Conditioning by Joel Jameson. Now, he breaks down all the energy systems in the body, and he breaks down specifically how to train them. Now, tell me what is more likely going to give you the result you want. Looking at an athlete's Instagram page and picking out one or two things that they say that they enjoy about their training, or reading a book written by someone who is a sports scientist specifically focused on learning how to condition. The second one, I guarantee it, because you're getting actual concrete information, not just a guy who trains hard saying, hey, this is what I do. You're getting actual concrete information, and you can build programs based off that. So start understanding the difference between a highlight reel on Instagram and sports science that's actually backed up by research. Because again, this is going to be make or break in your career. And I've talked about this on this show before, but confirmation bias is one of the worst things you can have as an athlete. Absolutely one of the worst things you can have as an athlete. So what do I mean when I say that? Confirmation bias, as an example, I got a comment on a post the other day that I made about building up your gas tank and how running is not the only answer to building up your gas tank. And one of the comments said, well, ask, I can't remember the three names, but basically ask and then inserted three pro boxers names in the comments why they run. And again, in the post itself, it says running is not the only answer, although it is a good tool. So I'm not saying running is a bad thing. I'm saying there's more to conditioning than just running. Yet this person, instead of taking 30 seconds to absorb the point of the video and say, maybe there's something to this, dismissed it immediately because don't run every day made him upset because he's heard from other people that he should be running every day, right? So having that closed mind, having that inability to actually take in information that might disagree with what you believe is honestly going to be the thing that kills you. It is going to be the thing that kills you. So I really want you to take that away from this one because honestly, not being able to understand that, not being able to understand that sports science evolves over time and there's new information coming out every day is going to be the downfall of your career. And my goal here is to help each and every one of you succeed at the highest possible level in your careers. And the way that we do that is by bringing new information. The way that we do that is by learning new information and putting new information out there and working with that new information to better the athletes that we work with in our company and in turn, help all of you better yourselves as well. So open up your minds, actually take the time to look and see where the information is coming from and whether it's a trusted source or not, because on that note as well, you shouldn't trust everything you hear on the internet, but actually take the time to absorb the information 
understand the information and then assess whether or not you agree with the information. Don't just dismiss it because it said something that slightly disagrees with something that you've heard before. Because the information that is actually going to help you succeed is not a highlight reel of what the pros are doing. The information that is actually going to help you succeed is going to be sports science that continues to evolve over time and you can actually work with to build around your needs instead of the highlight reel that you see on Instagram. So I hope this was valuable. I know I went off on a little bit of a rant, but this one always gets me. So I hope you got something from this. I hope you were able to take something away. If you did, I would love to know what it was. Drop a comment if you're here right now. And if you are tuning into this on the podcast, on the YouTube channel, on with any of the other methods that we have to tune into the replay, make sure to drop a comment if you can, or send me a message to let me know what it was you took away. I always love hearing those from all of you guys. But in the meantime, I hope you have a fantastic rest of your day, and we'll talk again soon. Thank you again for tuning in to another episode of the Elite Development Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode, I would greatly appreciate if you subscribed and left a review for the show. As well, I would love to hear what your biggest takeaways were from the episode. My contact info is linked below. Send me a message and let me know what you thought. As always, I'm your host, Kenny Dusso. Thank you again and see you next time.